You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your brains, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Brought to you by Vivid Seats. Make that next memory that you're looking for with Vivid Seats. Make sure your next live event is booked with them. And for a limited time, enter the promo code KICKOFF at checkout to get a discount of up to $100 on the Vivid Seats app to get you to your favorite live event. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of JasonCouch.com. And I'm back. We're, we're nearing the end, and not just for the Blue Jays season. This may be one of the last podcasts I actually record on my old laptop, which, like Justin Smoke, has served me faithfully, but maybe getting near the end of its time, sadly. It's almost six-year-old laptop that I replaced with a new laptop that I got yesterday, kind of still working on setting that up so um your laptop will probably have the rest of the season and then we will move to a younger more spry model let's say that speaking of spry models we will be talking about one of them here in just a moment as this episode is going to serve essentially as our recap of toronto's I, I don't want to say preordained sweep of Baltimore, but really, it's Baltimore. I'm sorry, Orioles fans. You are a hearty bunch, and my and my soul goes out to you. But oh wow, just just that team. Wow, just wow. So yeah, we will we will talk about some of the stars of the sweep in the second half, but. We actually begin with another Blue Jays transaction. And if you were purchasing that Ryan Dull jersey from the fan shop, I have some very disappointing news for you. Uh, Ryan Dull's tenure is over without making an appearance for the Blue Jays. Uh, Dull was DFA'd today to make room for another former Yankee, uh, Bravik Valera was claimed off waivers today. Valera had been DFA'd to make room for Luis Severino when he came back earlier this week. Now, fans of you out there who are familiar with Valera's work and not just for being a part of the Manny Machado trade last season may remember that Bravik Valera is actually an infielder, not another relief pitcher. And that's where this move is kind of interesting because uh, it was announced earlier today that Bo Bichette will not be playing in the Yankees series um, due to preliminary concussion protocol. Um, As you may have seen last night, Bichette took a pitch off the helmet uh, during that 8-4 win on Thursday night. Uh, Gabrielle Noah got way up and in on him. And it it looked like Bichette was all right. He was going to walk it off. But 
he had concussion symptoms in the dugout. So obviously the precautionary measures are going to be taken with one of the young stars of the team and they're just going to let Bo sit. And, and that's the right call. Honestly, there is, there's no reason to be, to be throwing him out there when he's not a hundred percent, especially with something like concussion symptoms, like, like that, that is not a joke. I'm, I'm from Nova Scotia. Sidney Crosby lost a season because of concussion sy- symptoms. They do not mess around. So I, I do applaud the Blue Jays for actually taking this move and making sure that Bo Bichette isn't going to be feeling any of these lingering feelings. And like, this is a road series against the Yankees. It's, it's ultimately not going to matter in in the grand scheme of things it's just going to determine you know who has home field advantage in the American League playoffs which i mean we're so far out of it i don't really care i'm sorry but whoever can can go through and lose to the Dodgers in the World Series fine to just figure that out amongst yourselves anyway so yeah, the Blue Jays obviously do want to be very careful with something like this with Bo Bichette. Um, again, you know, I, I bring up Sidney Crosby. You do not want to lose a player for an extended amount of time, especially someone like Bichette who's already had injuries in the minors. That broken wrist last year was was the reason why he was delayed in coming up. And... So what Valera does is offer an insurance policy at a more necessary position as opposed to, you know, having Ryan Dull and his 1350 ERA on the back benches just in case Elvis Luciano can't go. So for for people who didn't really understand the move, it's, it's just an insurance uh, precaution. The Blue Jays do have that spot with Tim Mesa now on a 60-day DL. They can use it for whatever they want. And if they want to take a player away from the Yankees, go for it. Because, you know, anytime you can take anything from the Yankees, it's good. It's a good time. People may not say that in regards to the Jay Happ deal, but look at Jay now. I'm sorry, but I I would take Billy McKinney and... Brandon Drury over that. Brandon Drury has appeared in like 115 games for the Blue Jays. That's more worthwhile this season than a five, trying to remember it off the top of my head. It's like a 560 ERA for Jay Happ right now, which, yeesh, that, that Jamie Moyer is covering his head seeing that one. But no, obviously, we wish the best for Bo. We wish the best for Vlad, who took a couple hits in that Baltimore series, too. Uh, he he had that collision with Trey Mancini in the, in the Wednesday game and then took a foul ball off the helmet last night. It was just not, not a good series health-wise for the Blue Jays' young guns. Obviously, much better at the plate for the Blue Jays' young guns, but they, they were just taking knocks. I do apologize. Um, Jay Happ has had a couple good starts in September. He's got that ERA down to 507. Still above five. So not great. Not worth paying that. But yeah, 
we will talk about the happy things out of the Baltimore series. And there there were a few happy things to talk about. Um, a reminder, Fan Friday will be coming a little later on today. I will be recording that. A lot of you have sent in your predictions for what the Blue Jays can be next year. And we will be going over all of them one by one. Because that's, that's what we do. Probably going to dedicate the whole um, second episode to that. So we might we might have um might have a little bit of a Yankees preview in there, but for now, again, we're gonna focus on that. And we're gonna focus on the stars, but if you need to stay focused on what you're doing and can't be bothered to go outside and grab items from the store or anything, just postmate it, whether you need wine at 5.30 p.m. to get through the news that Bo Bichette has a concussion or whether you need pizza at 10 p.m. because you're starving or you need antacid at midnight because you got all the banana peppers on the pizza and that was a bad idea. Just Postmate it. It's your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round, anything you want, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will deliver it to you within the hour because they're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery stores, convenience stores, traditional retailers, anything you can possibly want or need. Even if you don't know where it is, Postmates will find it and they will get it to you. All you got to do is download the app, which you can do for free on iPhone or Android, and just browse local businesses and track your delivery in real time. And for a limited period of time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. So to start your free deliveries, just got to download the app and use the code Locked On to get that hundo of free delivery credit for that first week when you download the app. So anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmates, download Postmates and save with that code Locked On. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back. So let's talk about the happy in in the, in the Baltimore series. Because there was a lot of happy, at least from an offensive standpoint. I mean, against that Baltimore team, how could there not really? But... Let's let's just go through how some of the Blue Jays performed. Let's start, obviously, with Kevin Biggio, who continued to hit even after the cycle. Ended up going 8 for 16 in that series with 8 RBIs. He raised his batting average up to 235, which is great. That's actually Randall Grichuk level. And to see Biggio be able to do that and be able to attack the, attack the plate consistently was was good to see out of him the strikeouts were a little bit concerning there were some pitches that he should not have been swinging at but still not going to argue with the results from Kevin he was great in that series um we mentioned Randall Grichuk we might as well the hero of the Wednesday game just i i i know <laughs> I know I I give Baltimore a lot of crap because that team is not very good, but 
that that one was just terrible and that that is all on the manager Brandon Hyde like I know you used your closer Michael Givens in the previous inning and Miguel Castro former Blue Jay essentially the 1B when it comes to closers but dude was flagging and flagging hard like you cannot tell me you were looking at that it's like yeah he's he's gonna get another out no, no, there was no way that was going to be another out. And when Randall Grichuk got that fastball down and low like he likes it, you knew. You knew the second he got that, it was going to be gone. There's one thing that Randall Grichuk can do in this world, and that is take that low ball and just smash it. Um, first 30 home run season for him. He leads the team in RBIs. He leads the team in most categories, really, because he's the one who's played most of the season. But... There was another instance where where um, last night he he was up with two strikes against Dinoa and was able to muscle a pitch off into the corner for a double. And that was just as ex- exciting. Sorry. That was just as exciting as the Grand Slam, just to see him not strike out and, and actually, you know, adjust his his batting mentality and go down and just knock a ball the other way. That's going to be huge if Richard can do that. Because if he can start raising that that OPS up a little bit more towards 800, more towards 820, that will make him so much more effective. And he'll start getting more of those down and away fastballs or down and in fastballs that he can power and, and get another 30 home run season last year. I That that was exciting for me to actually see him do that. So, so a pretty good series for Randall Gritschuk. Um, yesterday, Biggio went yard, the other person to go yard, because uh, Vladdy got robbed at, at the wall by uh, Austin Mays Hayes. Lourdes Gurriel hit his 20th of the season, and that uh, was, was big to see from Lourdes, obviously, with the return from the injury. Had a bit of a slow start getting back to his former self, but... If anything can cure a slump, it is facing the Baltimore Orioles pitching staff. And Lourdes, with that shot he had off of Yanoa, it it did look a little better to establish that value. Now, I will be interested to see what he actually does against the pitching staff that, you know, is still kind of in it and actually has some guys that have ERAs below 540. But seeing Gurriel out there and being able to put that kind of swing on the ball, again, it's just, it's satisfying. And it it gives you that that level of security moving forward that, all right, Lourdes hasn't lost what made him so good earlier in the season. And he's going to be able to continue that. And it's something that's more permanent as opposed to just a temporary state of mind as it was. So that was good. Anthony Kay got his first win last night too as a major league pitcher. So that's that's good to see. He's had a lot of bad luck. He's pitched better than that ERA of his should indicate. So for him to get the win last night was was good to see for him. And then um, I'm I'm sorry to all those people who said Clay Buckles 
should be re-signed. And I'm one of them. I I think he's great. I hated to see that outing on Wednesday night. It was it was a, a disgustingly bad outing. Like no one was getting fooled by what Clay Buckles was throwing out there. And it it made me think like maybe we should bring him back as a coach and see if that works a little better. But you know, he'll have a couple more starts to try and iron that out. Um, he won't be pitching against the Yankees. He'll get the opening game against the Orioles, I believe that would be on Monday, and then probably pitch the finale against Tampa Bay. So he'll have a couple more starts to kind of iron that out. But that that was not good. Like, like just flat and simple. And if the Blue Jays are looking at fortifications for their rotation, if they do end up looking at some of these guys who are going to command multi-year deals, that will obviously squeeze out a guy like Buckholz, who will definitely be like a one-year deal if that. Um, wasn't great for a lot of Blue Jays pitchers. I'll give a shout out to Thomas Pannone, who pitched an inning and a third scoreless. That looks really good, especially since he's he's the front runner to replace Tim Meza next year. Elvis Luciano pitched a scoreless inning. That's that's great. That's going to keep him essentially on on the uh, forty man, and he'll be assigned somewhere next year. And you know. Uh, shout out Wilmer Font for another spotless opening appearance. That's great. So I think that's pretty much all we have to say about the Orioles. We will see them again next week. We'll be talking about them a little bit. I've seen some of the stuff coming up on Fan Friday, so we will get a mention of the Orioles in there. Just a reminder, if you ever want to get involved with this podcast or, or talk with me about anything... Uh, follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. Subscribe to the podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Himalaya, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. However you get podcasts, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Locked on Jays. And we will be turning this right back around to get that Fan Friday episode out to y'all and and maybe we'll preview the Yankees a little bit. Hot pitches tonight against Jacob Wagesback. There will be runs. Let's say that. So, for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at jsfromthecouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care. <laughs>